Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo and I'm joined, as always, by the, oh, uh, double-tapped Justin Dubin. I'm back. I'm thinking nope. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. John Wick is back. Um, is that that's that's the accurate term, right? Double tap when what John Wick does. Double. Did you call him Don Wick? <laughs> yes, I called him Don Wick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wanjik. Wanjik. Yeah. A double tap. A double tap is a shooting technique where two shots are fired in rapid succession at the same target with the same sight picture. Uh. Yeah, he does a lot of double taps. Oh, that's a zombie land thing too, right? The double tap. I think so. Yeah, the double tap. John Wick, you know, he just says, pop up, like make sure he's really got you down. It's great. Uh, I mean, he makes sure you're dead, all right. You are very dead when John Wick's done with you. Yeah, very. I think very dead's the best. And the best part about John Wick is, like, uh, I guess no more, uh, better, no better example than in the first film. Um, when he takes on like multiple two like two guys that are just huge, but like there's a guy in a speedo who he kills when he comes out of the pool, yeah, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in that club scene, and the guy's enormous. And you know what John Wick does? He steps on his foot. He steps on his foot, stabs him in the shoulder, and then just pops him three times. <laughs> and the guy just dies immediately. Right, because this is realistic fighting. It's real, it's he doesn't real have life. to fight with his hands. He, he's just going to shoot you. Yeah, exactly. And and same thing with this in John Wick 2 with the sumo wrestler guy. Yeah. I mean, that guy got up, but then after that he just he, he pummeled six shots into the guy's head. Yeah, that was pretty great. That was that was a great scene. Anyway, so Justin, uh, we are here for John Wick chapter 3, Parabellum. What does Parabellum mean, Justin, for the people listening? I actually forgot, but it was like with peace must come war. Something, or something, something like that. Uh I think you it, know? I think I think Parabellum means uh, we you, go to war or he pre- says oh, it. prepare for war. It's, a, it's prepare for war. If you want peace, prepare for war. So Parabellum means prepare for war. And what is the fourth one going to be? Who knows? But we're talking about the third one, Justin. It's one of our most anticipated films of 2019. Uh, what a great month. We had Avengers Endgame and now we've got John Wick Chapter 3. What do you say we get into this review? Let's get into it. You have no idea what's coming. Mr. Wick broke the rules. I trust you understand the repercussions if he survives. John Wick, excommunicado, is now in effect. You shouldn't be here. Nice suit. Good to see you, too. I need your help. After this, we are less than even. There's no escape for you. The high table wants your life. And what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, starring Keanu Reeves, Halle Berry, Lawrence Fishburne, Ian McShane, Angelica Houston, Jason Mantzoukas, Asia Kate Dillon, Mark Dacascos, Lance Reddick, uh, and let's see, Jerome Flynn is in there from uh, Jerome Flynn from from, from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, and Saeed Tagmahawi. Tagmahi. He's uh, he's he was in Wonder Woman, and uh, I 
feel like he was in Lost, but I don't think he was. Anyway, uh, and it's directed by Chad Stahelski, who uh, I think. Uh, I mean, <coughs> Excuse wow. me. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Okay. Former stuntman. Uh, I don't think he's doing much stunts right now. Well, he directed John Wick 1. Co-directed John Wick 1, then directed Solo, John Wick 2, and John Wick 3. Uh, and I don't know if he directed anything else. But... He was a second unit director for Captain America Civil War. Really? Yeah. And he so did he shot all the action. Matrix, and he did stunts for the Matrix. Yes, he did. He, you can if in the Matrix Reloaded burly brawl scene. I may be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure you can see uh, in a slow motion scene Keanu Reeves is stunt double, and I'm pretty sure it's Chad. It's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. And he said that if the Wachowskis were gearing up for another Matrix movie, he'd be game to go throw himself in front of a car for them. <laughs> you know, I have to say his name being Chad is like the perfect name. Like Chad is the perfect name for a guy to make these movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I like him. I think he's awesome. I think he's, he's incredibly talented. He is absolutely one of the most talented action directors we have yeah. today. There's no question I mean, about it. You're, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, and he directed the first movie with David Leach, who did Deadpool 2, and is also doing uh, this summer's uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious. Which looks batshit insane. There's um, a rumor going around, Justin. What? That Keanu is in Hobbs and Shaw. Doing what? I don't know, but he has denied it. Keanu has denied it. And he said, I don't know how that rumor got started. But, I mean, if David Leach directed it, maybe. Now, okay. Go on a journey with me, Justin. I'm going. Um, imagine up my bags. Imagine Keanu shows up in Hobbs and Shaw as John Wick. That would be too much. That can't happen. Why? Because it just can't happen. I, I, won't, I won't let it happen. I mean, John Wick enters the Fast and Furious universe. Amazing. It would. I mean, the thing is, though, they're no two different would, universes. They're no one different. would stand a chance. No one would stand a chance. Even Hobbs and Shaw cannot defeat John Wick. I think we all know that. I mean, Thanos would have trouble defeating John Wick. Captain John Wick would just. He would just John double Wick. tap Thanos's dumb purple ass. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. John Wick would have murdered Captain America so fast. You give John Wick a book, and he takes on Thanos with all of the stones. Easily. All he needs is a pencil. That's <laughs> right. All he needs is a fucking galactic pencil, and he shoves it through Thanos' stupid head. Yeah. He says, I aimed for the head. <laughs> anyway, let's get back into it. Sorry. I'm just doing my John Wick fan fiction. Uh, Justin, we're big fans of the John Wickiverse, right? Yes, if that's what it's called. It's it's not. I'm just making that up. There's got to be a better name for it. But uh, yeah, we're big fans. And... I would call it like the Continental Verse. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I uh, the Continental series. I don't know. It's all been about John Wick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, John Wick Chapter Three. We were we we liked Chapter One, obviously. Love Chapter Two. And, you know, we we enter, I got to say, I entered chapter three with a little trepidation. Uh, the trailers are fantastic, but at the same time, it's like, can they do it again? Can they nail it again? And Justin, the answer is a resounding yes. You didn't let me read the plot. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin, does the plot matter? <laughs> no, but I like reading it. 
Okay, what's tell us what this movie's about. Super assassin John Wick. <laughs> John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International Assassin's Guild. And with a $14 million price tag on his head, he is in the target of hitmen and women everywhere. And hijinks ensue. I feel better now. They ensue. You got that off your chest? Yes, I did. Okay. That's my, my apology, just, uh, apology, Justin. But I've never done that except for this John Wick film because I'm just so excited. You know that uh, I'm a huge John Wick fan, right? Maybe the biggest you know. Mm, uh, sure. Maybe. I have the I have the John Wick uh, Funko Pop on my desk. You have with- the John Wick wig that you like to wear when you watch the movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you always wear a suit to watch this movie as well. I always wear a black suit with a, with a black tie to watch this movie. And you bring your dog. Yes. Yeah. I, I renamed my dog Dog. <laughs> copy John Wick. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I thought this movie was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the just when you think you're getting tired of action like this, they think of new ways to wow us to to uh, just make it a spectacle. There's a scene in this movie, Justin, that I teased for you that I think in the first 20 minutes of this movie, there's a fight scene. That is better than I think any of the other scenes in the John Wick 1 and John Wick 2. And I love that John Wick 1, that club scene at the Red Circle Club, is absolute art. It's absolute perfection on an action scale. But there's a scene with knives in this in this movie that is absolutely incredible. It I, There was multiple times during this movie when I was watching the action where I just screamed, holy shit. <laughs> That was one of them. I just, my mouth was open and I saw a movie with my friend and I was like to him, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. I can't believe this is happening in the scene. It is just pure, brilliant insanity. Um, it is, go ahead. Some of the fights, I will say some of the fights for me felt at towards the end of the movie, a little long in the tooth, a little bit, but they were so nice and varied that it didn't matter all that much. Um, they, they, they would add a little wrinkle here and there to his adversaries, to the environment he's fighting in, just enough to make sure that, hey, you, we're still having a good time with this. And, and what's important in the John Wick movies is it's not like it's a, a martial arts movie, right? It's literally every kind of fighting style is brought to the table. Guns, knives, kung fu, everything. Swords. Kung fu, there's like grappling. There's every single aspect. It is an amalgam of all different fighting techniques. Vehicular. Yeah. And and what they do is each bad guy has like a catered attack and he just accommodates them and kills them with that attack. (laughs) Um, And they set the – it's basically they just say, all right, we're going to put John Wick in this scene. What's the coolest – place we can make him fight with the coolest stuff and what's the style that will accommodate realistically that situation and that's what's so special about this but justin this movie didn't just do that it also expanded the john wick verse also more right the second movie did that a lot and this movie did it even a little bit more absolutely we learned a little bit more about the high table without giving spoilers away Um, high table uh, high table i hate that we learn more about John Wick's uh, past. John Wick is a person. Um, he is a human being. He's yes. not just the Baba Yaga. 
Exactly. I uh, love that. And, it's like you can be the Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they brought that back. We need yeah. we need more Baba Yaga talk, and that is the last thing a man sees before he's extinguished um i don't want to get too much into spoilers but halle berry is an addition to this film and i think she steals the show i was blown away by halle berry how old is her she's like 53 53 right around the show uh she a is gorgeous b is badass man she did all of her stunts she broke her rib in this movie doing her her own stuff correct how how is that possible? She's amazing, and now, the dogs were amazing. Oh, the dogs! The dogs! There, I think there are four of them, maybe that they used in the movie. She has two in the movie, and they just. I mean, it's just fun. It just adds again. It's varied. It var- it's different. It's something we've never seen. A, a woman sliding under a table while two attack dogs jump over the table and attack two guys in the face. It's they like, choreographed the dog fighting with them. Oh. It's amazing. And now I do want to say so that people get their credit where credit's due. Keanu and Halle Berry both had stunt doubles in this movie for some of the some specific things. Like when Keanu's getting thrown through glass repeatedly at one point in the movie. Apparently that was not him. That was a stunt double. Yeah, that was a lot of glass. So I it don't was a lot of glass. And so this so is the point are... where he's literally just like just back. I'm like that. God, he's going through so much glass right now. Every single, every single one. And so there are. I just want to make sure everybody gets the credit. There are stunt doubles in this movie, and Keanu's fast to point that out, saying, "Yes, I do a lot of my own stuff, but there are still stunt doubles." Yeah, and I think the fact that all of these movies revolve around dogs and dog themes, <laughs> it's a very important idea because dogs are the best. But dogs aren't the only animals to help John in this movie. That's correct. There's now horses. <laughs> and there's that one, without giving anything away, there's that big, famous picture that became a meme yeah. of him riding the horse next to a guy on motorcycle just shooting him in the head. Yes. Um, I, the way the direction that they go in this movie is just so batshit insane that it's just delightful. You really don't know what to expect. The final gun scene was insane also because they add a little, there's a wrinkle. As there's a wrinkle, there's a wrinkle that yeah. makes it a little more difficult. And yeah. it, it, that I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And that part I was like, Holy crap, this is insane. But um, I mean, just going back to Halle Berry's scene, there's a, she has a fight scene and it's like a 12 minute, just un, uh, what, what, just uninterrupted scene of violence. Yeah. There's a couple long takes in there too, where she's, yeah. she's like literally fighting five guys just back to back to back yeah. to back to back. And something this movie still nails, this series still nails, reloading. They're always reloading. They acknowledge that they are running out of bullets. They yes. have a finite number of bullets, which is, yes. I mean. It's just, it's just one of the hallmarks of this series. It's it's the long takes. It's the, it's the zoomed out action so you could see everything. It's the intense training the actors go through. It's the, the gun choreography. It's, it's the also the lack of cuts. Which I think well, I've talked about. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, mean right, yeah. I mean, it's just the editing is huge, right? Because I think I've talked about this multiple times, especially when it comes to John Wick. When you talk to, to true directors of action films, you have Jackie Chan. His complaint back in the day was that American films did not show 
the punch. It's like you punch and they cut away to just their head flying back or something yeah. else. John Wick, you're seeing the punch hit his head, go through like the, his head go through the fucking back wall and shit, everything explode around him. When they shoot someone in this movie, you see the bullet go in one end and go out the other end. It makes the violence and the action better. It makes you more present in it. And that is a huge aspect of good action directing. You can't yeah. just punch cut before like, or take another angle of not you not seeing the punch, just your head going back or all these when, things. When the born identity was like hailed as having amazing action. Cause it was shaky. And I, we both everywhere. immediately, I was like, I don't even know who's winning this fight. Yeah, I don't know I what's going on. Shit. It was hard. I hated that shit. I hated that shit before everyone else did. Cause then they copied in quantum of solace. One of my, you know, James Bond films, my favorite series. And I was like, what the hell are they doing? One of the worst movies that they've made. (laughs) Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Then they went to Skyfall, Um, which was just wonderful. They were like, let's reload. Speaking of that, breaking news, Daniel Craig needs surgery. Why? Uh, He broke his ankle or something on the set of Bond 25. How long is that going to delay? They said uh, said they're going to keep working on the movie and that they shouldn't have to push anything back for the release date. Uh, he's going to need, I think, two weeks of recovery time. Oh, that so, sucks. Yeah, it does. But, I mean, Tom Cruise broke a foot, and they made that time. Work. He broke his foot in, like, the the least dangerous of all the stunts he did I know. in that movie. I know. But we are digressing here. I mean, let's focus on they add new characters that are fantastic. They develop further other characters – uh, like Lawrence Fishburne's character, you kind of a little bit, a little yeah. bit of insider there. Um, the TikTok the, man with Jason Mazukas. Don't that was a waste. Yeah, why did they advertise him on the poster? He literally had one line. Because he has a good agent. Yeah, that's pretty good. Angelica <laughs> Houston's character and that aspect of it was very interesting. Um, Halfway I, through her scene, I was like, "Oh wait, she was in the Adams family." Yeah. <laughs> there, there is one aspect that I'll talk about in spoilers that kind of pissed me off. So I there are definitely – I have some negatives, I yeah. think. Um, and the movie goes places that, that – in the in especially in the last third, that I didn't expect it to. The I movie, agree. It doesn't, the movie ends not how I expected. And I think by the time you're listening to this, it's been announced. Chapter 4 comes out, I think, June 2021, right? So John Wick is alive. Maybe. I mean they can't make a fourth one. They can't call it John alive. Wick Chapter 4. <laughs> How many chapters do you think there's going to be? I want to say five. I think five and they're done. Why five? I don't know. I think it's a good number. But then again, I mean, this movie crushed the box office and it took the top spot from the Avengers. Obviously, that was three weeks at the top spot for the Avengers. I think it doesn't matter. John Wick is the only one who could do that. Double tap Thanos. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But yeah, there were some weak points to this. I think the plot kind of got a little weird at some parts. Um, and a little frustrating, but overall, when you come and look at this movie, it is just pure, brilliant action. This is what this movie is. You come for the fight scenes and you are never disappointed. Keanu Reeves is a god among men. And Uh, so I got to say, I I think, I think I agree with you in that if there are any weak points, it's the same as the weak point in the second movie. It's the stuff that, that when they try to build up the continental, some of it doesn't really work. Some of the decisions they make 
for John to propel the story forward don't land so well, but all the action scenes are great. Yeah, and like I don't know if there's better ways. Well, I'm sure there's better ways they could have done it, but there's a couple parts in this movie I was like, this is just weird. It was just bizarre because you're in this world, but then yeah. there's aspects of it that are just so out there. You're just yeah. like, all right, I really can't. I can't I guess even we'll go that part. The ride. So let's get into that, Justin. Yeah. Let's, before we do, see it, don't see it, rent it. Go see it. You're not going to find a better action movie out in theaters right now, and that includes Avengers Endgame. Wow, you think this is better action? Of course well, it's it different. is. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's completely different. different action, but you know what? It's real action. Yeah. There's almost yeah. – there's. I, I would go on, <laughs> on record saying there's almost literally nothing real in camera from Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, I totally agree with you. This is one of the better action movies ever. How do you rank it in the term <laughs> – I mean you're not wrong saying that. Yeah, I mean like, it's it just – it I'm not trying hyperbole. to be hyperbole. No, it really is. The John Wick series is easily some of the best action movies you will ever see. There's no question. And it you know, people say, what about the raid? Well, guess what? They got the raid guys in this movie. <laughs> yeah. The raid was, they, it was influenced by the raid in this movie there. Yeah. You know, this was a heavily Asian Kung Fu style inspired martial arts. There's another movie called, arts. um, uh, they, they did a, a featurette on it, the motorcycle chase in this movie. They basically took it to honor a movie from, I think, Japan. Um, I, I forget the, the name of the movie now. but uh, So they, they took it from that. And then the horse, I feel like the horse, they took from True Lies. I feel like that has to be an homage to True Lies. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Come on. It's great. That's a great scene. Yeah, I mean, everything they do in this is just great. Uh, he uses a samurai sword to kill a man on a motorcycle. How many times do you think you're ever going to see that? Come on. It's great. <laughs> uh, but I agree. Absolutely go and, see it. And the uh, key maker from The Matrix Reloaded is in this movie. Which guy was he? The Asian man, doctor. <laughs> oh, he's the doctor. That's a great scene too, by the way. That's an yes. awesome scene. Yes, you're right. And I and I was watching. See, that's like, where the rules are fantastic. That's where that's a fun universe building rule right, right there. Right. I I was looking at him. I was like, that looks like the Matrix Reloaded Keymaker. And then I was like, that makes sense because Chad, Keanu, they're all together. Lawrence Fishburne's in this. It has to be him. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, 99 percent sure that yes, it is him. Because he looks a lot older in the keymaker role that was like 20 years ago than he does now. I'm just <laughs> I saying. I think you're that. wrong, but sure. Wait, Let that go. you think I'm wrong? Well, now I... The fight scene with the basketball player with the book was awesome. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's get into spoilers then. Yes. Okay, spoilers for John Wick Chapter 3. Um, we did confirm that that is the keymaker from the Mistress Reloaded, and apparently he was in John Wick 1 as the Doctor as well, and I do not recall... Uh, that must have been after the club the club scene. He goes back to the hotel and gets stitched up. I guess I didn't remember that that much. That's when he gets attacked by Perkins. Mm. And then she gets uh, murdered in the end anyway by Winston. So let's talk about Winston, Justin. I, I'm i a little confused. Now, by the ending? By the ending. Does okay. So did they agree that he was going to backstab him? <laughs> So, or okay. make it look like he backs down and make him live. Because I understand, listen, at the end of the day, they knew they wanted to get a parlay to get it even to, because they were just 
but I and they knew that they had no plans for John Wick. What would be the plan for John Wick, right? The plan was to save the Continental, get Winston back the hotel, and fuck up the high table. But I just don't know if there was a point where they discussed whether that was the plan. They were just going to like let him jump off the fucking building and live. I don't think I don't know. So. I've seen this movie twice, and at first I was like, oh, Winston was in on it. And now that I've seen it a second time, I think Winston might have been just looking out for number one. What a piece of shit, man. John Wick literally just killed a thousand people (laughs) that had bulletproof everything. He had to literally walk, get close range, shoot them in their helmet. Although at the same time, he had to know John was wearing a bulletproof suit. Right, he did. The the th- other thing, the only thing though, is that he could not have known John would survive that fall. Correct. That's the concern. Like, and also that fall and him surviving it, even though he is completely broken and dead. But at the end of the film, when TikTok Man does dump him into the Bowery King, uh, that fall is the most in this series, probably the most unrealistic thing that's happened. Dude, his body leg gets broken just by a railing. <laughs> I know, I know. And I was like, okay, that's a little too unrealistic for me, but. Whatever, I'll give it to you, John Wick. Um, but the thing is, like, when she says that he's gone, his body's gone, Winston's like, all right, you never said I had to finish the job, you know? Well, no, he says something along the lines of, like, in the wind or, like, he's uh, he's gone. I, something Baba about being Yaga. gone. He says something about the Baba Yaga. Yeah, something about the Baba Yaga, yeah. Um, which, again, like, I don't know how to take that. So is, is John going to come after guy? him? Yeah, that's it. I don't know. And Sharon and was completely with John the entire film, and he's completely Team Winston by the end, right? Well, he was always Team Winston. Man. Right, but I mean, him and John have a good relationship. I just don't want them to be enemies. I want, I want, I want Lance Maybe. Reddick and I want Ian McShane to be friends with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just also don't know why they didn't kill the the adjudicator. I love the adjudicator that, role. I thought that was a really nice. It's a cool role. Yes, it's a cool but, role. She did a or uh, she's non-binary, so they they, um, they did it. No, they did a good job. And um, the thing is, though, Justin, if they they kill the adjudicator, they'll just send more. Yeah. But I, I think that was a great natural flow to the plot of having someone time, look into what the problem yes, was. And yes, it, because you know what? It's 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 kind of funny. It's like, hey, the high table, it's running this organization. They have a, an auditor essentially to come in and judge what's been happening in this crazy three or four weeks that John Wick has snapped and gotten nuts. And killed like five hundred people. I know. I love that they say it's been like a few weeks, basically. Um and the thing is, though, I was hoping to see the high table in this movie. Oh, we're going to see the high table. I mean, I, I, I assume so. But then I, what did you think of the elder? That was the biggest problem I had. Okay. It made no sense. Why was he a young man? And why was he in the middle of the desert? And yeah. like it, none of that made sense. That part was so far out there. That was the major miss of the yeah. movie. The only thing that was that, the major miss of the movie. The only thing from that scene that makes me excited that I'm happy happened is I can't wait in chapter four, chapter five, when John goes back to find him to get his wedding ring back. Oh my God. That's right. There's definitely him. foreshadowing. He's, he's going get to that wedding destroy ring. him. <laughs> oh my God. He's got to get the wedding ring back. Yeah. 
but I hated that that elder concept. It was yeah, it, it, it made was no strange. sense. I like that he got a nice black suit. Also, why would they call him an elder? He's young as hell. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think it was just poor conce- poorly conceptualized that aspect of it. But uh, so like I had when when he's dumped in front of Lawrence Fishburne's Bowery King. And he's like, hey, what do you say we go to war, John? Uh, and then it, like, ended. At first, I was like, oh, so there's, like, another 20 minutes left in this movie? And then it goes to black. And I was like, oh, shit, they're making a fourth one? <laughs> I, I'm worried. I'm going to be honest, Justin, I'm worried. And I know I shouldn't be because I was worried about the third one. And they nailed it. And they must have an idea of where they want to go with this because it was greenlit literally five days after release for a fourth one. Um I don't know. I just I was a little. I'm a little bit worried that they're gonna poison the well by doing the same thing. Well, it's very interesting because I remember when the first John Wick sequel was announced, they said that they had an idea for three movie conclusion of John Wick. Yeah, and I thought this was actually going to be a conclusion to the to the series. Uh, obviously, you cannot end the way that they did, and and we now know that that's because they plan on doing more. Um, and Keanu Reeves has come out and said he will keep making these movies if people keep going to see them, which I'm okay with to some degree, but it's go. You're right. There is a, a, the opportunity to taint something after a while. And so, well, Um, Chess, the only only teams that have not done it, Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Still all in on that. You I agree, mean, though. You yeah, agree. Yeah. With that. For the most part, yeah. I did, I think Fate of the Furious got a little – Was not great. Hokey. But at the same time, it was. You have Jason Statham fighting, holding a baby. <laughs> um, family. family. Chad Stahelski for Chapter 4 says uh, – a little bit of a lengthy quote, but um, – Honestly, I challenge you right now. Here's a question to you for chapter four. How do you fucking want me to end it? Do you think he's going to ride off into the fucking sunset? He's killed 300 fucking people and he's just going, <laughs> and he's just going to walk away. Everything's okay. No, he's going to fall in love with a love interest. If you're this fucking guy, if this guy really existed, how mm-hmm. is this guy's day going to end? He's fucked for the rest of his life. It's just a matter of time. There's no happy ending. He's a walking dead man. <sighs> no. I don't think any fan wants to see John die. He says he wants to live. Under, but you also understand if he does die. No, because he says he just the point of this movie. He says why he's doing everything. The theme. Doing. The theme of this movie is consequences, right? Yes, but they, he but, keeps saying consequences. But he's saying he no. But he told the stupid elder he's doing everything he's doing to be able to remember his wife, right? Yes. He wants to stay alive to keep her memory alive. Correct. So if they end up killing him after all this, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's up. And now that his wedding ring is with the elder, like that has to be a driving force. He needs to take down the table and get that ring back. Yeah. And you also find out where John Wick grew up. You find out his name. Giardani. Something. Another J. Yeah. Giardani. Uh, it sounds kind of like wick yes it does yeah so he's john wick yeah which uh interesting interesting little thing and that they're training all of these ballet dancers and wrestlers and young boys and girls that was really cool too that was actually very cool yeah and it didn't force it though it didn't like it was honestly six minutes of the movie they don't beat it over your head they don't do flashbacks to little john wick we don't need that 
we don't because he still needs to have some mystery to him. Yeah. As the Baba Yaga. What did you think of Zero, the uh, uh, assassin, the ninja assassin coming after John the whole film? I thought that was some light comedy that I somewhat enjoyed. I thought he brought, uh, you know, because usually that actor plays a pretty badass, hardcore, serious character. He's like a, he's a karate champion. And also the guy who bites into the pepper at the start of Iron Chef. Yes. Mark DeCosco's. His uncle. uncle, My uncle. uh, He brought it from his, uh, from Japan. Oh, I don't know. It's great. I've never seen that. Anyway. Yeah. He used to have hair. Now he doesn't have hair. That's a bad one. Um, but, but yeah, he, either, he. I thought he had a weird sense of humor that I liked in the movie. I, I thought it was a refreshing – you know, there's so many bad guys in this movie <laughs> that um, I thought that his was a different take because he's basically a fanboy of John Wick and he says yes. himself, I really thought we would be friends if like I wasn't trying to kill you right now. Yes. <laughs> Is that the dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. I really, yes. I really like that and – um, I, I like that he has these, um, ninja students that are also fans of John Wick and I'm the two guys from that the was one part that I found frustrating what? because they could have killed him and then they let back and they were like, okay, let's try again. I, cause they, they were happy to be able to fight him. I don't think they thought they could die. Maybe. And what they, do you mean they didn't? They were literally fighting to kill him. No, but I'm saying they wanted to relish the moment. They probably were looking forward to it since they started training. It's John Wick. Because one of them said, he's like, he's getting slow. It's like, yeah, but he was in retirement. Either way, it's still John Wick. <laughs> I mean, the thing is this. John Wick gets his ass handed to him in this movie. There is no faking <laughs> that. He literally, like you said, he gets thrown through so much glass in that one scene. I started laughing because there's like 20 pillars. He must go through at least 15 of them. (laughs) But I like it. When he is fighting Zero, the final villain with the swords and everything, Zero's like doing some ninja shit on him disappearing. Then the tables get turned and we see John Wick in full Baba Yaga mode. He's disappearing on Zero and finally gets the drop on him. Yes, absolutely. It was great. And uh, I have to say, probably kill of the movie for me, oof, there's two. Either the horse kicking the man in the head. <laughs> that was also, he made new, he made new like, fighting instru- yes, weapons. He was a slapping horse. a horse. I mean, it, it's, it comes out and it shocks you, right? It's shocking when it <laughs> happens. And you, you can't help but have your body react viscerally to something like that. It's true. But and what was the other one? The, well, I mean, any of the knife kills. That knife scene was one of the best action scenes was I, I've was ever I, seen in my life. Was I exaggerating when I said that there's a fight scene in the first 20 minutes that tops like anything else? No, you weren't. Like, and it was great because it was also messy, right? It was yes. realistic. They're throwing knives and it's just hitting them, and, and they're and like, so ow, they're bouncing ow, off. The, the handles are hitting them. They're reversing. It's it's amazing. They're hitting each other in the back, <laughs> and then, and then he's just. Like one of the guys has like eight yes. knives in his body and he's still moving around and he's just throwing them at his head. And then he's pulling it's them just... out of another dead guy. <laughs> oh, and, and, and the whole thing is topped off by two moments, a slow knife into the eyeball and then a hatchet throw across the room. <laughs> and the thing is the hatchet throw. That guy was definitely dead anyway. He didn't have to throw a hatchet across the room into the guy's face. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, that, yeah. He was just really making sure he was, he was double tapping. You know what? The That's the thing. John Wick always goes for the headshot. 
What, what did you think of the book kill? That's a that's an NBA player. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. You just it was so brutal. Was like, it was actually I think that was one of the more graphic fight scenes we've seen. You see his jaw break. Yeah, he shoves a book in his jaw, just like just keeps smashing it, oh smashing God. it, and then he just takes his neck over the book and just smashes it. What I love about how John Wick fights is he uses, I guess, what's it? he uses his weight. Right. So like whenever he's going head to head with someone and pushing something, he'll like take one hand off and just start pounding the back of like yeah. this, the thing, because that's how more impactful it is. And, and that's such a badass move. Um, there's a the New York Times does every so often when a movie comes out, these anatomy of a scene videos and Chad Stahelski narrated John fighting the two guys from the raid. Uh, and it's actually a pretty good watch. And at one point he says, he's like, you can see that John is so tired during this fight. At one point, he just starts slapping the guys in the face. And it's true. <laughs> I noticed it in both viewings. He's just slapping their ears to try to like disorient them. It's hysterical. <laughs> I mean, that's how much they think about this, like the choreography. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I mean, you know what? I have some trepidation for the story. Of John Wick forever, but yeah, bring it on. The thing is, and and now they're they're gonna do the John Wick verse cinematic universe thing because they're gonna be doing a series, a show on I think Showtime or called Star, the Continental. Called the Continental. The, now the biggest thing for me is like you can expand the world, expand the Continental, et cetera, et cetera. The hallmark, the big thing people come to for John Wick is this action. It needs to be shot the same way. That's gonna be a tall task. You know, and who also is it? Is it the Continental before John Wick came back? That's a good question. Is it? Does it follow someone we've already met? Does it follow Common's is, character? Is Ian McShane in it? Yeah, I mean, Ian McShane, I think, says yes to literally anything. So, yeah, someone uh, slash film wrote an article. It's like two thousand Ian McShane in two thousand eighteen. A fantastic actor who'll literally do everything. <laughs> it was like from the fantastic great movies to the dumbest shit yes, ever. Yes. Ian McShane will take it all. <laughs> oh man. Justin, I'd like to also announce to all of our people that me and you have agreed to do a King's retrospective podcast. <laughs> We're going to watch. It's been 10 years, I think, since the movie, uh, the show premiered on NBC one season. Uh, what do you say? Never. Damn it. I'm trying to finish Barry, which is very good. I need to get into that. All right, Justin. Um, I think that's it. What do you say you take us out? I think we're done here. What's coming up this week, Aladdin? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to be – maybe I'll see it on Monday. Uh, I'm going to be I'll in buy, Chapel Hill this Monday. weekend. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to Chapel Hill this weekend. So for a wedding, happy birthday – not happy birthday. Happy <laughs> wedding weekend, Justin Wait. Um, anyway, there's, there's, it's impossible that you know that many people getting married. I've been to a wedding. I've been to four weddings in the last month. It's exhausting. <sighs> stop. Also, stop pulling that pen. Whatever you're doing. I had you know. We can all. Sorry. Hear yeah. Sorry about that. All right. Take us out. Are you excited for Aladdin? No. Because I'm not. No. I'm not. It just looks so uninspired. And I, I, I just said this. Let me just say this. Guy Ritchie is. Not the person I would think to direct a fucking Aladdin movie, okay? Why okay. would you do that? Well, listen, um, if our expectations are in the floor, which they are, then you know what? I think we'll like it. You're probably right. But, like, it's just the same thing as – and this is analogous. Uh, What's-his-name should never have directed Jersey Boys? Clint Eastwood. Uh, Clint Eastwood. 
He's not a musicals guy. You don't have a guy who just sits there angry in his lawn and get out of my lawn or whatever. You don't want that guy directing a musical where everyone's happy. It's just not. <laughs> guy Ritchie did Snatch. Why is, how do you make that connection with Aladdin, which is like just colorful and happy and not that? I don't know. I don't understand, but I, I do, you know, I did have faith in Will Smith until I saw the videos uh, and that looked horrible. Everything looks, looks, looks really bad. It looks like he just half-assed it, but apparently people are saying it's not as bad as it looked and Will Smith actually does a good job. So Listen, we'll when see. your expectations are in the floor, there's only one way they can go. Yeah, it's going to be bad, but I mean, at least they'll have the music and I'll have that. Yeah. It's literally a shot for shot remake they said <laughs> but right, why not so- they're still gonna make money anyway sorry yeah, all right anyway all right. right thank you guys for listening uh to this week's podcast as always questions comments concerns please feel free to email us at two guys one movie dot podcast at gmail.com check out the site comment all you'd like you can listen to us on our website you can listen to us on itunes you can listen to us on any podcasting app you can also listen to us on spotify that's my favorite way to listen on any of those platforms please download subscribe give us a review five stars five stars we're matt and justin thanks for listening until next time have a great memorial day weekend everybody